Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast Awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. If this is your first time here, I'm so excited you're joining me today. If this is your millionth time here, because, oh my goodness, this is episode 151. I mean, that was a pretty big milestone that I hit last week and I didn't even acknowledge it. 150 episodes. That's pretty crazy. I remember when I started this long ago, when we were all shut down in crazy 2020 and I couldn't go into homes to help organize for my amazing clients. I thought, how am I going to still stay relevant? How am I still going to stay sane? I mean, <laughs> That might be the bigger question. And I thought I need to have a creative outlet, but I also want to help my people. And so that is when the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast was born because it was something that I could do in my PJs while my kids were doing online learning, while my husband was in the other room working from home. This was something that I could do. So I'm really grateful that you're here Uh, whether today is your first time or this is your 151st time. I'm really, really grateful that you're here. So today I want to talk about something that's been coming up a lot. I got to speak at Mom Life recently and it was so much fun. And I keep talking to women actually over the years. This wasn't just recently, but One of the things that kept coming up is the fact that we were overscheduled and overscheduled to a fault is an episode that I did not that long ago. And one of the leaders 
saw that and said, you know what, I'm going to be speaking in just a couple of weeks on anxiety. And I feel like a lot of times so much of my anxiety is because we're overscheduled. And that really seemed to resonate with her, uh, actually resonated with my husband. He even reached out and said, Hey, good episode. This was a good one. And that made me feel amazing. And I just thought, wow, it's not just the moms, like the dads, even people who aren't parents can really be feeling overscheduled these days, especially after COVID has sort of settled down a little bit, that pandemic stuff where we're able to do a whole lot more things than we could a few years ago, a couple years ago. And oh my goodness, we are overscheduling ourselves. We're getting right back in to that busyness of life. And so with that, I started thinking about the difference in being busy and being productive. So I wanted to talk about that today. And I want to use, if, uh, like I said, for those of you who haven't been here before, I started something years ago that I now call the three E's philosophy. And it's just three simple steps, a way to break things down so we can really think about them and look at them from a smart perspective, a productive perspective, I might add. Uh, so I just want to go over today three questions you can ask yourself to sort of clarify if the things that you're doing in your life are actually meaningful, are of service, are helpful, are going to be moving the ball forward toward perhaps a goal or an outcome that you're seeking this year. So I wanted to talk about the difference in being busy and being productive. And the first thing I did was go to the Bible to find some scriptural references that talk about these things. So before I read you the scripture, I wanted to let you know these three questions that I thought could be helpful if you are feeling a little bit more busy and yet not really productive. Sometimes we can have a million things that we're trying to juggle and that we're doing and we're adding to our schedule, but they don't necessarily produce results that we desire. So if you're not really feeling like some things on the home front or in your business or with your children are getting accomplished, maybe it's because you're really busy and you might feel really exhausted and no time for rest and recuperation, but you're not really being super productive. You're not really getting to the things that maybe you've set as goals for the new year. So let's talk about these three questions. And I want to frame them. So as I said, I have the three E's philosophy, and that is your essentials, enhancements, and extras. I use those three little words. They start with E. There we are, the three E's philosophy. Pretty simple, right? So the reason that I talk about your essential and then your enhancement and then your extra is really to put the focus on the very first thing, your essential. And a lot of times that is kind of your why. Why am I doing something? Let's talk about the why right now in this particular case, because I want you to start there instead of like, well, Paige, how do I get to the other side? How do I go ahead and become more productive and less busy? Well, before we get to that, which we're, that's coming right up, I got you. Don't worry. I got you, girlfriend. Uh, but what I would like to start with is that why. And if you're watching me on video, if this makes it over on YouTube, just know I've got a cheat sheet because I found some of these things that I felt were really good. So if you can hear on the podcast, you might hear some shuffling of papers. But if you are watching me on video, I'm going to need to cheat and I'm going to need to look down because I really felt compelled to ask these three questions and also to have some scriptural references to back this stuff up. So 
Here we go. Are you ready? Let's do this together. All right. So that number one essential thing that I think we should be asking ourselves that has to do with the why, why we're doing something. Here's the question. Is this worth my time? Is this worth my time? Because I think a lot of times we feel we need to do something or that big O word. It's not organization. It's not the other O word you might be thinking about. It is (laughs) obligation. Are you feeling obligated to do these things, but they're really not worth your time? Okay. So let me ask again, is this worth my time? I want you to ask yourself that. So I went to the Bible. Okay. And this is what it said in Matthew eleven twenty eight. I thought this was interesting. It said, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Now, this is not the first time I've heard this. I've heard this many times. And you, you guys have probably heard like no rest for the weary comes from this Bible verse. So maybe something that you've heard before. But what I thought was so interesting about it is that it suggests that maybe you don't need to be busy or even productive in this moment as far as getting something accomplished, getting something checked off your list. Maybe this is the season where you need to rest is what it is that you're focusing on. Is it worth your time or is your time right now best spent resting? So again, that was Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. So if you need to rest right now, not only do I give you permission, but God does. So you take this time and don't you stress out about doing all of these things that you need to do. I actually have a, a Bible verse all centering on that. That'll come up next. Okay. So again, in that whole idea of why, and is this worth my time? I liked this verse, Ecclesiastes 4, 6, one handful of rest. So imagine this. I like to visually think about things. So I'm holding up my hand right now. (laughs) My one hand that's not holding my notes, my cheat sheet. One handful of rest is better then two fistfuls of labor and striving after wind. Uh, Let's talk about trying to chase after some wind. That's really hard to catch. So what is it in your life that you are doing? Is it obligatory? Is it worth your time? If it is not lighting you up and making you feel like it is worth your time and precious energy and effort, don't do it. Take a break. Have some rest. And have some peace about that because God tells us that one handful of rest is better than two fistful of labor and striving after wind. So I wanted to start in that way because the truth is, if we're talking about your essential and we're talking about why you're going to put yourself through something, the effort and energy to do it, you got to know if this is the season of being productive or is this the season of rest? And if it's the season of rest, that's okay. That is okay. All right. Hear me loud and clear on that. Now, if you feel like you have rested or if you feel like you've gotten just enough rest, (laughs) because what mom really feels completely thoroughly rested, I feel like that doesn't happen very often. If you feel well rested right now, good on you. I will take some notes from you. Let's get to the second part, which 
for me, if we're talking about the three E's, that's your enhancement. What's going to add style or value to that question of why and is this worth my time? So this is the how. I told you if you want to get going on the next thing, I will get to the how. But first, we got to start with the why. So you got to know if it's worth your time. And if it's worth your time and you've decided that it is, well, let's talk about the how. Here's your question. How will this serve me, my family, and God? How will it do that? If it won't, well, maybe you don't need to be doing it. But if this thing that God keeps putting on your heart, maybe it's something big, or maybe it's something small, or maybe it has to do with getting organized in your space. If this is something that you have decided is worth your time, and that is your why, and that is essential for you to do this thing, then we are going to talk about how it's going to serve you, your family, and your God. And here we go with some some scripture to back it up. Psalm 127.2 says, It is vain for you to rise up early, to retire late, to eat the bread of painful labors, for he gives to his beloved even in his sleep. So why did I choose this verse? Because you would think I'm saying like, okay, well, now we're at the how, now we're at how we're going to serve ourselves and our family and God. And yet you're saying that the Bible is saying it is vain for you to rise up early, to retire late, to eat the bread of painful labors. Why would you pick that first page? Well, it's because what it says in the second half, the reason that that is vain is because we don't have to do all these things that we put pressure on ourselves to do so perfectly because God gives us everything that we need. So on the flip side of that, if God is giving you this tug at your heart and he is saying over and over to you, hey, this is your calling. This is something that I am telling you, you need to do. I am stirring this in your heart. Well, then that that can't be vain. The effort that you would make toward that, that cannot be in vain because you're doing it to serve your God, to serve your family, to serve yourself. It is okay to serve yourself sometimes too, because when you are being served, you are able to serve others even better. Don't forget yourself. Remember, go back to that first question. Is it worth your time? And is this a season of rest? Okay. Make sure that you are being served as well and do what you need to do to get there. All right. So we've got the why we've got the how, right? Our essential and our enhancement. I wanted to read one more verse really quickly. Also about that, how got some shuffling papers here, Luke nine 25 for what does it profit a man? If he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself, I'll say it one more time. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? So I don't want you to forget why we're doing this and how we're going to be doing it, which is to serve others. I want you to remember that if it is purely self-serving or if it is something that you're doing for others and you're not continuing to remember the important part about making sure that it is in service to God and it is in service to your family, then you have to ask yourself if it's really worth it. So do consider that. The next thing we're going to go on, this is your extra. This is some a little bonus I want you to think about. This is the what. What can I do 
to simplify the process. So if you decided it is worth your time and you have decided that it is going to be in service of yourself, your family, your God, now we're at the what. What can we do to move that ball forward without the stress, without the overwhelm, by simplifying it? Again, is this something in your business? Is this something that you want to work on in your schedule or with your kids? Is this a space in your home that you're wanting to get organized? Well, how can we simplify that process so that we can make it work for us? And it's a little more efficient. You know what I mean? Okay. So here is what the Bible said a little bit about that. I'm searching my notes. Give me a moment. Okay. So we're talking about simplifying, right? How can we simplify? Well, I believe that it's super important to be asking for help. I've said that a lot. I also believe that the reason that the three E's philosophy, breaking things down to three simple steps has been so successful and why people, I think, keep coming back to listen to what it is we're going to talk about on these episodes that we can get done in three simple steps is because we have a lot going on. We have a lot to think about in our minds. We have a lot to work on in our space. And so to be able to break something down, to simplify it, I think that three E's philosophy, those three simple steps really just prioritize and help us plan so that whatever it is that we need to do, it's going to be done simply and efficiently. And we're going to see results faster. We're going to be able to get to that transformation a whole lot faster than having a laundry list of things to do. Well, it's funny that I said laundry because that's usually on the list. But instead of having this massive list of a million things, break it down to three things, three simple steps, okay? And then I also talk about the 1% rule. If even the threes feels a little overwhelming, shoot for 1% better, just 1% better. I mean, I remind you that I will put these links to the these extra things that I'm talking about in show notes. So if you're curious about the three E's philosophy and figuring out how to do things in three simple steps, there's an episode for that. In fact, it was episode number one, the three E's philosophy. Uh, the next thing, my 1% rule, that ended up being one of my most downloaded podcast episodes. So go back and listen to that. I'll put that link in the show notes. I believe that was episode 98. And then ask for help. That was episode 60. And that is the one where I talk about if you need to ask for help and you need to hire someone, you need to outsource, that is justifiable. You can do that. I give you that permission. Go ahead and do it. Let's make sure that if you are needing help and you need somebody to give you permission to say, hey, you can pay for that, go ahead and do it. If you need to just ask family members, even your kids to help out, uh, you may be paying them an allowance. I don't know, but hopefully they're still there to help you out of the goodness of their hearts. If they're not, they'll get there. There will be time. Don't worry. It'll pop up. You just need to ask for help. Whatever it is that you're working on, whatever it is that you're trying to simplify, ask for help. Do it in three simple steps or just focus on getting 1% better. You can shoot for that without that feeling overwhelming. Hey there, quick reminder that now there are four ways to get my book. If you head over to Amazon, you can search up, I've got you girlfriend, why getting organized and living this mom life is not a solo mission. You can now get it on the Kindle app, paperback, hardcover, and the audiobook is finally here. So if you've been enjoying this podcast episode, I have a feeling you might love the audiobook. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller. And now back to the show. So I said I have some 
some Bible verses for that. Give me a moment because I'm trying to figure out which one I want to read first. So stand by. Okay, here we go. Matthew 6, 34 says, Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. If you are feeling like you are anxious, if you are feeling stressed out, I'm telling you, there is a way to simplify whatever it is you're trying to do, whether that's getting help from someone, paying for it or not, whether it's using those three E's to just simplify the process and break it down to three simple steps. So you feel like you're actually seeing something happen, something being accomplished, break it down. Once you do the first three steps, go back, pick another three, go back and decide what you're going to do next. If you still are wanting to complete the project and there's three more steps, go back. But if you have 18 steps to do, if you even have seven to 10 steps, that can feel so overwhelming that stress creeps in and it's no fun. That is no fun. The overwhelm creeps in. It makes you want to give up before you get started. The paralysis by analysis happens and you feel like there's so many different things I could do. I don't know what to do. Well, you know what? Okay. I got to say, I hate this expression, but I'm going to use it. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Oh, I'm so sorry, cats. I'm not even cat person, but that sounds terrible. There's more than one way. There's more than one way to do things. And if you start doing something one way, it is not working out. You can pivot and try it a different way, but pick three steps. Focus in on that and get going. It's kind of like a beginning, middle, and end. And then if you still need more after that, you can pick three more steps, but you're doing things in a simplified manner. And if that feels totally overwhelming, go back to the 1% rule. Listen to that podcast episode if you don't know what it is, but you're just shooting for 1% better. You can do that. That doesn't feel so scary and overwhelming. And I can promise you, if you decide to shoot for 1% better, you are inevitably going to do more than that. Maybe 10%, maybe 50%. Just get going. Just get started. All right, there was one other verse I wanted to say about the what. The what, where we're talking about what can I do to simplify the process? We talked about using the three E's philosophy. We talked about the 1% rule. We talked about asking for help. Here's something else the Bible says. Jeremiah 42.3, pray that the Lord your God may tell us the way we should walk and the thing we should do. I mean, talk about going to the source. If you want to outsource, you go to God. You go to God. It doesn't cost a penny. All you got to do is ask him, what should I be doing? I don't know. I need your help. I need divine intervention. <laughs> I definitely need that. Okay. So even the Bible is here to say it is okay to ask for help. Pray about it, pray about it, and then make the next step and decide what it is you can do to simplify that process and be on your way. I remember when I was writing my book and I was thinking, I don't know how I'm going to get this published. I've never written this many words before. I don't know how to break down these chapters. I don't know how to find a publisher. I don't know what kind of contract I need to be signing about this. What, what do I self-publish? Do I traditionally publish? Do I do some sort of a hybrid situation? You know what I needed to do? I needed to massively simplify that. I needed to shoot for 1% better, which was simply to open my laptop and start typing. 
the book would take care of itself, all those other things I could figure out later. I needed to simplify it. I needed to open up my laptop and just start typing. And sure enough, you get on a roll. That was my 1%. Then I figure out how to form them into paragraphs and into chapters. Then I asked for help. I got my Jessica Killingly. She helped me with the editing process. She kept saying more Jesus in the margins and simultaneously encouraged my love of 90s hip hop that I was trying to (laughs) put in. I had the scriptural references and then I also had like, you know, some words from TLC. So that's what I needed to do to get the ball forward, to simplify it. That's what I needed to do. What are you working on? Maybe it's dishes. Maybe you got to do the dishes and the laundry and you think, number one, why? Is this worth my time? Number two, how? How will this serve me, my family, and God? Well, you don't want dirty dishes in there, okay? So you don't want dirty laundry. Like people are going to have to wear clothes, okay? This isn't the pandemic. We're not just all living in athleisure wear day after day. Number three, the what? What can I do to simplify the process? If you need to walk over and start emptying your dishwasher, you don't really feel like doing the dishes, but you're like, okay, I need to at least empty what I put in last night. Just get started. Do that. Once you get started on that, I don't know, you might not put the dirty dishes in. You might walk away and be like, you know what? That was my 1%. And honestly, I would argue that's like way more. That's like 50% of doing the dishes is emptying it, right? It's way more than 1% you're going to accomplish. Then maybe you need to ask for help and you need to say, hey guys, I just unloaded it. Can you help mom out? Can you guys go over and put the dishes in the dishwasher? If they're too little, do it yourself. You can do it. They'll be there one day to help you. Ask your significant other, hire help, ask somebody to come in and help you. Do what you need to do to simplify the process, even if that is getting your kitchen cleaned up. What do you need to do to move the ball forward without it feeling overwhelming? And I'm going to leave you with this. When we talk about productivity and not just the busyness and saying, oh, I have a million things to do. Don't allow yourself to get so overscheduled that you're missing these beautiful blessings in your life. When you are choosing to answer these three questions, get real about it, and then get the ball rolling on whatever it is you're wanting to accomplish right now, that is productivity. That's being productive. And you don't need to look to the left and to the right and see what other people are doing. Comparison, that is tough. Okay, don't do that. That is the thief of joy. Do not compare yourself to others. Don't, because you may be in a season right now where all you're capable of is emptying one dish out of the dishwasher into your cabinets. And that's okay. Maybe this is when you say, I need to rest. I'm going to completely outsource and I'm going to ask someone else to do those dishes. Whatever it is you need to do, allow yourself to do that. As far as productivity goes, Here's what Proverbs 21.5 says. The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. I'm going to read it again. Proverbs 21.5. The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance. I want you to have abundance in your life that can come from just clearing the clutter, right? That's not the kind of abundance we want. We don't need the stuff. We want to clear the clutter to see the abundant blessings that God has for us. Get those dishes out of the way. 
Get that laundry out of the way. Let's focus on family game night. Let's do those things perhaps while the kids are at school. So when they get home, we can rally around them and go to extracurricular activities and support them. We can sit with them and work on homework. And if you're in the season where you can't do that right now, enlist your spouse to do that. Find a wonderful babysitter. Find an incredible nanny, whatever you need. But you can have those blessings in abundance, no matter where you fall on what your ability is right now. You can have that abundance. You can be productive. Stop the busyness. Stop running around like a chicken with your head cut off and be productive. Choose to be productive. Work on that. Why? Is it worth my time? How? How will this serve me, my family, and God? And what what can I do to simplify the process? Hopefully this was helpful for you today and ongoing as you're tackling these big lofty goals and also just doing these things we got to do on the home front. I hope it was helpful. If it was pretty, please share it with a friend. And if you would be so kind as to tag me on social media in this episode, if you are listening on Spotify or Apple podcasts or anywhere, I would love that so much because it'll just get more eyes on it and hopefully more ears on it. So it could help someone else. I would appreciate that so much. And if you're feeling especially kind and giving and wonderful, you can leave me a a review over on Apple Podcasts. That would be amazing. Thank you so, so much for listening and joining me week after week. I really appreciate you. I hope that whatever it is that you are doing, you will find a way to serve, that you will find a way to simplify this process. And if you need anything, you will reach out because I am here to help. All right. I will talk to you next week for some more organization motivation. Love ya. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing. Thank you.